Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, women, children, fine aunties, and fine women of all races and sizes. Welcome to episode one, aficionado of the Two and a Half LCs podcast. My name is Dre, and I'm your host. Also, appreciate Artist Mill Studios, AMI, for giving us a home for our podcast. We appreciate you. And also, we officially have our Instagram page. It is 212LLC's Pie on Instagram. And also, we are about to be live on streaming platforms soon. And if you want to follow me, you can follow me at retrod.r.e. And also, the purpose of the podcast is, from our point of view, to give our lucrative tips or have the greatest and most impactful conversations that we can in our opinion and from our perspective. And for people and organizations around us who want to interact with them as well and kind of get a little business side of some business tips on information about how they came up and how they're doing what they're doing now. And basically, just build on top of that. So, with all that being said, sir, who are you? I'm Alfonso Holmes. I, you can follow me on young underscore Pluto 08 on Instagram. And, of course, I'll be on the podcast. Hey. And we have returning member <clears throat> to the left of me, the right of you watching on the screen, possibly. State yourself, sir. Nazir Smith. Everybody call me Naz. You can follow me on Instagram at mv.z underscore. All right. <laughs> and with that being said, we're going to start with our intro music. Now let's get it in, man. Let's go. My name is Dre. This is the Two and a Half LCs podcast, officially or unofficially. If you do or do not know, this is what we do. We talk about things we have, thoughts on topics, and we love to make sure that we give a great experience to all and everyone watching and viewing this grateful. are the greatest of our time in our own opinion. If you don't like it, it don't matter who it ain't about you. And we love to have convos, thoughts, and experiences and events that can really achieve the greatness of the viewer or viewers watching this wherever they are, whatever time of the day that is occurring and going on, to have one of the best experiences of their lives. So if you are watching this, I would love for you to share, like, comment, subscribe, and let people know what's going on over here on this side of town or this side of the country or wherever you are. And we appreciate y'all. And so, with that being said, I might drop a little bit of bars, I might not. <laughs> you might drop some bars, I don't know. But, yeah, and I might not. <laughs> we're gonna do what we do. We appreciate y'all. We just appreciate y'all. But we're glad to be back. We are glad to be back. My name is Retro Dre, and we do this every Sunday. We record and we drop on Tuesdays. Get it? You might not. But still, we going to do this like we don't have it. But we still got it, and we still planning and going on to the next song. And to the next time that we have this on my time. And this our time. Two and a half LLC podcast on the dime. And we got it. We going to keep doing it. Merch coming soon.
officer. Oh, you just find that. Oh, uh, got some bars in your I think I can. I think I got some bars. Okay. Okay. Um, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a minute. I hope this thing lasts. I hope we bring it up to the top. Hope this get dropped from the banner. Let me get back and get back up to my standards. Let me come back and let me spit. Let me get this shit off my chest if I writ. Can't remember the rhymes. It's funny how people get different when it changes the times. <laughs> appreciate you all for being here. That's, that's it. We appreciate you all being here. Of course, hands and feet inside the ride at all times and make sure not make too many moves on the table. Don't make any sudden too many movements because we're getting these microphones. They pick up pretty much everything, man. However, I'd like to start with our lucrative tip of the day. Never doubt yourself. Ever. 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 Never doubt yourself. We may have our own moments of ups and downs. Never doubt yourself. Because when you doubt yourself, you will never be able to do anything with yourself after you start doubting yourself. And it's a downhill spiral all from there. So our lucrative tip of the day is never doubt yourself. Okay? All right. Now. That's what's up. For real. Yes, sir. Should you be a fan of anybody? I'll go ahead and start this one off. Uh, I feel like it's not a bad thing to be a fan of anybody, especially when you're a beginner. Like, to have somebody to look up to and keep, keep you know, it kind of molds you in the beginning of what you're trying to do when you see a style that you like. And it's okay to be a fan of that. But when you get more advanced and you start to see that they're starting to become your competitor, you can't look at it as a fan or else it'll it'll impact your performance if you don't know how to, you know, make that, you know, move in that situation. But yeah. I feel like with that, yeah, I agree, but when you start getting up to the top, you still have to give credit where it's due. Like, even though that is your competitor, you still, you know what I'm saying, looked up to that person, so. Yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely give credit. That's that's a good one. I mean, you give credit, but I don't think you should be a fan, though, of anybody. Because, all right, being a fan means being infatuated with something or somebody. And when you get infatuated and you're being enticed by every move and every say, it's like they can do no wrong. I feel like that's a stand over a fan. Same, <laughs> diff- same difference, though, because it's the same energy. They're giving us the same energy either way. They're still being a over infatuated person over somebody in the flesh, which can do wrong and can make mistakes. That's why I don't agree with the philosophy mm. of being a fan. Obviously, as a kid, you may not know better, but as an adult, I don't think you should be a fan of anybody. You can say mm. and kind of admire and say, "Oh, they do okay. great things," but being a fanatic, a fan, okay. y'all know how crazy some fans act. Like, they'll do anything just to get the attention of the star. Okay, yeah. But in reality, that's going to end in torment because they're going to let them down most likely yeah. when they don't get their attention. Okay, yeah. It's like when you finally ignore a chick and they start doing anything for that attention and they really like you. It's kind of like that type of energy when it comes to fans. Do you think there's, there's a level to being a fan- fanatic, if you can call it that, to where it's it's a healthy relationship with with that. No, 
reason I say no because it's the energies of borderline, you know, weird, weird, I'll just say <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> so I'll just put it that way. Borderline weird activity and emotion. Okay. So at all levels, it's going to be that regardless. And from what, what I've seen from fans. I mean, I'm a fan of Tyler, the creator. I don't agree with everything that motherfucker do, though. But I'm still a fan. I think we, like most people, think of a fan is as much as liking, you know, a couple of songs from an artist. And that doesn't seem like fanatical behavior to the point where it's like, it seems like they're obsessed with this human being. Yeah, I'm fans of y'all niggas. I like y'all music. I'm fans. I'll buy y'all shit. Is the key day. here not to say mm-hmm. not to to understand the word fan, or is saying that you should no way in shape or form like anyone else's? <laughs> nah, you can you can still like people's music and still support it, but being, that's a fan to me. You know what not, I'm saying? Not necessarily. Okay, hold on. Let's let's do what all people do. Look us up on Google. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought about Stan, like the thing with Eminem. How you say he was crazy? He was about to kill himself over the man's like that's terrible but you got regular fans like people that follow the movie yeah well what's the line in there i'm your biggest fan yeah he said that but regular fans probably wouldn't act that way it's kind of like someone saying you know i'm saying i'm your best friend but your best friend would never treat you that way you feel me they could say that but their actions mean something entirely different and i think a subtle like line that could be drawn is like when people have a bunch of photographs of like and they kind of like decorate their room but you can't say that fan is such a bad thing because what if someone is a fan of comic books right but they're a fan of um star wars can we can we we can class can we classify that as a fan because that's harmless. Yes and no. I would see this way. The emotions and being uh, and what that associates with being a fan of something. Mm-hmm. It always goes into the, when they when people say I'm a right fan. Not obviously there is healthy and unhealthy ways of being something, but okay, yeah. When you classify the actual like emotional fandom it's not necessarily means they're actual fan of it they just may say the word fan but they don't act like quote unquote a fan okay <clears throat> so a stan so I think the like there's we like the word fan describes the type of person who's fanatic so basically a lot of us think we're fans when we're actually not which is it might be a good thing it might be so what like like we're just followers in a sense like I we think just we have it. a respect for them but I don't know if we'll go as far as say like it's getting to the point where you're obsessed with somebody that's obsessed with that person or I'm trying to look up exactly what the fan means, but don't you hate when you look up something and they give you everything but what you're looking for? Look in the <laughs> Urban Dictionary. This, this is the most annoying. Actually, we should all know about etymology, so mm-hmm. the real meaning of actual words, where words originate their origins from. Because a lot of people, because people like to play word games with you by using in certain words, but actually they have their original meaning meant something different, like nice. Mm-hmm. The original meaning of nice is foolish, childish. Oh, so wow. when people say nice guys finish last, there's a reason for that because mm-hmm. the actual definition of the word nice is foolish. You know what I'm saying? Foolish, de- not even devious, but like you don't know exactly. You're. I'm looking for something real. I don't know. It's Sunday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Cause they'll say, "Oh, be nice." They really mean be foolish. <laughs> so, so 
in y'all experience, what was y'all life after college? Mm. I started last one. I can uh, go on a roll. <laughs> I mean, I'll go. I ain't really got much to say, but just life. I mean, college was nothing but like high school, but 2.0. <laughs> and then when I got out, it was just like people didn't really see things in the way people saw it in college. In a sense, it was like like a hard mode after college. You seen what happened, but you actually had to get into it. And I mean, I kind of like real life in college. College is just, I don't know, like play life, like a tutorial. <laughs> That's how it felt to me. Life after college for me, this is it's is it was I'll say it's weird because the type of person I was, I was I'm not the most like proactive and and to think of the future a lot. So like what happened was when I got out of college is it just that's exactly it I just got out of college and then I just kind of th- started thinking, like, maybe I need to think about what the fuck I'm finna do. Like, am I going to be a bum? Like, is, is, is this the point where I have to decide? Because if so, I'm going to try to work and try to get something. But it just feels like more free time, and it feels like it's more up to me to see where, where how it ends out. So it's like a little bit of pressure almost. It's like... If I, don't, if I go a whole day without doing something nowadays, it just it feels weird. Yeah. Hmm. So my thoughts on life after college is I one thing one one adjustment I had to do was actually do something without somebody telling me to do it in full swing. Like you know how when in class and in school you have assignments and deadlines. Mm-hmm. Now in real life I have to make myself have assignments and deadlines <laughs> for stuff that I really want to do and I'm trying to do. That was a big adjustment I had to make because I didn't realize how dependent the school system can make you on that structure of saying, oh, I, this teacher assigned me to do this and now I have to do this before this amount of time or else whatever happens after that happens, I get a bad grade or whatever. Now in life, the definition of a bad grade could be, oh, you might lose your house (laughs) or you might fall, get bad credit or you might not have a job. That's the definition of a late assignment in real life. So I happen to adjust and make my own schedule for things that I'm trying to do and I'm actually do. I say, all right, have an and I noticed how important an environment to me is being in the right environment. How in school you can just go to a corner and have a little study room. Now you have to find your home study room. Or if you can't find it at your crib, you have to try to go somewhere else if that's possible or doable for you so you can have your own place of growth and development. I would say that's kind of a benefit of school if you can, if people actually have that, actually finding that room or place of development where you can actually grow and have a place of peace and quiet, I would say. You know, I ain't really like how in college they they kind of like did it kind of subliminally. Like, they tell you what you had to do, but they didn't. You got to find your own drive, and they wouldn't really like instate that. They're kind of like trying to force you into doing it yourself, kind of shocking you. Like, how they throw you in the pool and be like, you got to swim? Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Like, and when I got out of school, it was like, well, I think I probably would have just been better just taking everything one step at a time than going off the deep end. Because that really messed a lot of people up. And they don't really tell you that, you know what I'm saying, you can get it done if you do it your way, if you're willing to try to find it. But it's like they're showing you a sign that's like, come this way, but there's nothing there. You feel me? Well, you say that, but cause was the biggest freedom for me. That was what college yeah, was freedom. for me. It was freedom that I needed. Mm-hmm. And I love That's why how I started to enjoy quote-unquote school was when I got to college. Because it was freedom. I got to do 
what I want and I got the freedom to do what I want. I ain't you got nobody. Your freedom, but you don't have a drive. People got their freedom, but they use their freedom for foolishness instead of finding their drive <laughs> and put it to something. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying because there is a lot of distractions depending on where you go and who you're hanging around for sure. But that goes back to upbringing. Mm-hmm. Who you're hanging around, what you learned so far, and now that's why all these. That's why chicks get turned out and dudes that I'm going to jail because where they go to college at sometimes. Not even and just that. Like you said, school. In high school, everybody wanted to be the top dog. Everybody wanted the flyest stuff, freshest stuff. When they get to college, it's the same thing, but you're grown and you can actually see that. Trying to get money, do all the girls. You know what I'm saying? Just be that dude. And a lot of people don't don't have people that help them like like y'all you know what I'm saying y'all go through life and y'all are doing stuff the right way for the most part but a lot of people don't have people to help them that are doing the right things a lot of people have bad influences in their family so it is they upbringing but a lot of people can't help that yeah but I'll, that's kind of like that's kind of the thing I said and I said a lot the last episode is kind of getting rid of the hood mentality is cause I don't know I just want to revisit this kind of I really just wanted to get across that the mindset that comes from it is what's destroying people and how it shapes people you can that's not a mentality needed to survive you can have what you get from there in other places you don't have to be there to get what you what you can learn from there. However, I understand what people say about how it helps and it could be essential for some. I can get it. But for the grand scheme of things, actually uplifting and building upon our people, that has to kind of get eliminated for actual growth, growth. Because if you look at it, right, especially in music and in certain mediums, the glorification and the prominence of that culture mentality is pushed on people mm-hmm. every day 365 obviously other stuff is out there too but that mentality and that view was what's really pushed and they're going to keep pushing it because that's what they want a certain group of people to look like and appear to be but it's the American way you think about it, that is really the American way. Agreed. So it's the rawest form of that is the hood mentality. That's why everybody wants to be that way. Uh, hmm. You go out, you get your money, and you hustle, you grind. All right, don't worry about what nobody else thinks. You got to be the best. You have to be the baddest to get the best. You feel me? That's what I learned growing up. And everybody else were the same way, but it was like, it was like being crabs in a barrel, you know what I'm saying? That, like a battle that, royale. That mentality works for the singular guy. It doesn't work for a group. That's the thing. You need to be able to work with a group. What they call no it, the, the grooves pot, the goo pot, when they, they put a, a hundred to a thousand poisonous animals in a pot, and the one that comes out is the strongest, and that's really what they're doing. It's like, it's like natural selection or, or omitting everybody else going out and taking out all the bad and leaving one good thing. But that good thing isn't really what they want. But the thing that gets overlooked is the reality is, yeah, to succeed, saying that I did this myself and I kind of like built away, you don't accomplish as much. You, you, Yeah, you, you, you had to develop these mentalities to get where you are and say you did it yourself. But at the end of the day, you only helped yourself. Yeah. If you have a group and you have a tribe of people who who understand that if helping people we can be better than anybody. So that's that's kinda why the I don't know if it's the hood mentality or the mentality where you think like I, I must be the top the mm-hmm. one and only it's you're only gonna help yourself and it's gonna leave other people out and it's like See, but that's what nobody tells anybody. They just throw it at you and everybody thinks they gotta grab it, they gotta get it. Everybody wants to be Michael Jordan. Like everybody wants to be the score. They wanna have this they don't wanna just have the stats. They wanna be able to say something behind the stats. No one wants Rondo's forty four points. Little perfect position, right? Perfect example. When we all were low on gas, what did everybody do? Instead of coming together, they ran straight to the pumps and bled it dry. <laughs> they went into stores when we ran out of tissue and bled all that dry, worrying about themselves. 
Right. It ain't just the hood person. That's a regular person. For sure. Like, they, like, if I did this, I'm going to be good. That's the mentality that led them there. And and when you it, got they, all them rich people showing you and you're all the way at the bottom, you feel like that's the only way that you can come up is by grabbing from everybody else around you. That's never the way to go. And the thing is, it works. Like, that's that's the hardest thing to tell people because, like, yeah, you can become a millionaire if, you know, being grimy and, like, making sure that you're the, you're the sole guy and that comes out on top. It works. For you, for one person. Right. But the key is not only to get yourself, but the game becomes how many motherfuckers can I get rich? One person should be easy if you if you look at it that way. Yeah. Just work, you know, just grind your way there. But how many other motherfuckers can you help get there? Yeah, you got a point. But a lot of people aren't really raised in the way that, oh, I can help or help. Because that's not where they come from. It's not, it's not how they got brought up. If you look at people who are quote-unquote bred for destruction, so to speak. It's America, bro. <laughs> We're bullies. Straight from, from when we, when the land was first made, it was made off of bullying. Treating other people like shit. You know what I'm saying? Pulling them down so you could be up. We still do that today. Looking at everybody else. We say we helping, but no. Okay. Who are the bullies then? America, bro. Okay. You can say that, bro. They got they got whole songs about us. <laughs> trying to kill us and stuff because they feel like we bullies. We nosy. We be everywhere but in our own business. All these problems we got on our land. And we're in other places soil. Mm. Bull. That shit crazy. Yeah. And maybe because the people who are quote unquote run this land, they aren't the originators of who own this land. So they're trying to overcompensate or compensate by extending their rule out until their time is up. Mm. And they just want to prolong it by keep doing things that allegedly keeps this afloat, but really just trying to run it as long as into the ground or as long as their course goes. Because they know once the tide switches back to where I was about to go, that they're about to go back to where they originated from, which is the bottom. Yeah. yeah so yeah. all people trying to do is just for survival, self-preservation, law of human nature. Yeah, bro, but if we all work together, we all could get it. For real, for real. It's not possible because no one wants to. And, and countries and states or whatever cities are ran... Original people who have a culture and ran by tribes. If people don't know their culture, they can't unite with anybody because they don't know where they come from. They don't know their language and they don't know their codes and values. So they can't unite. They don't have a culture they can refer back to. <clears throat> That's why people that's seen as low respect or lower state or don't have respect or looked at like that because they don't know their culture but other people do kind of know where they come from and that's why they look at other people and want things from that they ain't gonna get because they're trying to ask for something that's being taken through history you don't ask for freedom you take it you don't mm -hmm. ask for information you gotta take it that's just how it is ain't nobody gonna give you freedom or what you're old you gotta take what you're old you know what's crazy think about college Everybody that wasn't black but had a darker skin tone looked at black people like they were crazy. Cause they ain't got a culture and they don't know their culture. That's why. <laughs> but they, they won't. They, they won't share a culture, even though we're the same. They won't try to teach you anything. Same, exactly. We're not the same. That, and they can. <laughs> we're not the same. We're not the same. And they can. <laughs> and they, they treat can. us just like that. Like we're worse. Like cause we're in, better off at the bottom. Cause in reality, not we are, but that's how they look. Cause that's. When you don't have a culture, you are, you can't you don't have nothing to refer back to. So that's how America built us, actually. That's how it ended up. Some hooligans. I'll buzz you this way. Wild animals. From what I've gathered, America wasn't built like that. Because the people that built America apparently look like us. However, the people that rule America now don't look like us. So, they, the little mind games have been played in the through history the things that they've done to keep information hidden makes people like us that are from America allegedly or apparently 
have no culture because we have no trace of values because everything at least back defining where we come from means that we don't know where to get it from or the information has been hidden and destroyed mm-hmm. and looked like somebody else that didn't do anything. And they say, take the credit for everything that somebody else did. So one of the 48 laws of power for you. Mm-hmm. Foolishness. So until... <laughs> this society falls or we figure out where we come from and know our roots quote unquote we just gotta do what we gotta do with the tools we got and get what we gotta get with the system that we in because this is where we at it ain't gonna last forever we just gotta watch it and keep on moving cause we got our own things we gotta do right now we gotta work with getting our own kids first and learn, learn how to run our old households so we got to at least do that. We can't complain about what's going on outside or in the government and all that. We can't even get our own cribs yet. Mm-hmm. And we, and especially trying to get a woman nowadays and trying to get, find a woman that's actually good mm-hmm. and not trying to be a hoe. And actually have a woman, hopefully, that's in like the one or two percent. always though. That can actually want to be in a actual good environment for a home for a future family mm-hmm. we gotta be able to get on our stuff and until until us as men be able to get on our stuff as a collective that's what we gonna change the tide over at least on one front yeah you know what I'm saying but you said it go both ways what you mean like it's not just straight women cause we influence each other <laughs> like like I feel what you saying Cause I don't really try nothing on no girl, but when I talk to them and they have like their problems or the things they went through, mostly it's because of some dude that they like, but he won't shit. And it's like, okay, but if you talk to a dude that's trying to further himself and he's having problems, it's mostly because of a girl. She ain't like him. She wanted something that he worked hard to get that, but he never worked hard to actually further his mental or get nothing right with his mental. So he's stuck. All because he's not connected with the women or he's not, you know what I'm saying, in touch with his people. Well, a lot of that goes back to upbringing. And also, women don't know how to pick men, the correct men for themselves, for the most part. We, 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 you can say, oh, that's not true. We all got TVs. We all got the internet. Well, say with upbringing, I mean, yeah. I grew up around a lot of family members that never treated their women right. But that ain't show me nothing like I want to treat every girl wrong. It showed me something like there should be a better way to do things. If anything, it's just them. I wouldn't say it's upbringing. You know what I'm saying? I got family that's the same way. They moms and stuff and dads can't get along. They only together for the relationship. But they see it and they want to do something different. But you're, you're in a few percent that see it and do the opposite. Most likely, monkey see, monkey do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you see bad behavior, you're going to do bad behavior as a youth because you don't know no better That's yet. that bullshit because everybody talk about their ego and how they gods and stuff. How you you a god and your ego all the way up there, you're prideful for yourself, but you're still doing other shit that other people are doing. Because they're males, not men. <laughs> That's everybody. True males, not men, and they not, and ain't no, ain't really too many goddesses around because you gotta be you know around it don't matter how soft king. you do it it's gonna pick yeah. it up <laughs> bad y'all like I said it's not cause a lot of people think they're better than what they are it's just how it is yeah oh my god and like, they think like a can I touch on that after this man oh yeah and they're like a they have the spirit of a they try to act like a winner but they have the spirit of a loser <laughs> they don't people act like they really People say they're one thing, but they act like what they truly are, which is what they're not, was what they say. People love the posture and say, oh, I fight for this, or I'm really this. You can't call yourself a king and want to be saved by somebody. You can't call yourself a king and you want acceptance from somebody as a pawn or (laughs) another ruler. You can't you can't be a king and want somebody to give you their land back. Kings take land. Kings don't. Yeah, they don't accept gifts from nobody. 
they take stuff and they rule. See, but what's the true definition of a king? Well, from what I've gathered and what I think, king, oh, is, king is a ruler. King is a ruler. There's a day. And kings don't take shit from nobody. And people love to be who they not. And they love to posture and act like they're going to be the the domino effect or the real change. But in reality, they got to figure out who they are. They don't know, still don't know who they are yet. So that's that's the pretty much the goal in life that we really kind of just need to accept or just live in until we figure it out. Because a lot of people want to try to change the world when they can't change their own life yet. Hmm. They want to try to change the fight for this cause with their house looking like shit. Yeah, you got to <laughs> figure out who you are first before you start dealing with other people. Exactly. And you can't help nobody without helping yourself anyway. Take so crazy. a lot of people want to fight for these causes or be these movements where they don't even got a good house yet. And they ain't got a good inside yet. They depressed and taking pills. And they want to be with these causes and movements. Like, bro, y'all don't. Step back. Take care of you first. And then try to do all the stuff when you get straight. Dudes be trying to have a whole family. But they can't pay the bills for their own groceries every week. Like, come on, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got to know the importance of the process. Like, a lot of people see... Once they take a glance and see, oh, someone else kind of looks like they're doing better, it, it becomes a race to the end. And the one that's racing is always going to lose. And the one that's doing his own pace is always going to win. Yeah, the tortoise and the hare. That, that was the greatest story, one of the greatest stories ever told because it taught you how even though the hare was going fast, the tortoise still somehow won because the hare didn't pace himself. Mm-hmm. The tortoise knew where... He was going and at a time and when he needed to get there. And he got there on time even before the rabbit because the rabbit didn't know how to pace. Right. It's like Russell Westbrook versus Curry. <laughs> Westbrook don't know his pace and he's going to get tired before the fourth quarter and he's going to start making dumb IQ decisions because he's not all the way fit in that moment. Curry, for the most part, even though he messes up too, so that might not be the best example, but for the most part, he has a system in the team that He's going to make the best decisions possible for them to win. Right. Right. Yes, sir. Got any more thoughts on that, at least? Kind of. Just the honesty with yourself when you're by yourself. Just just take the time to just be honest and accept the things that are going wrong. And I promise you things will get better because you can fix it. Everyone can fix a problem. We are all problem solvers. And if you see you have a problem, the first step is accepting it. Then you can say, okay, I might be this now, but I can work on it. And then if you, I won't have that problem. I can erase that problem. And then I don't have to act like I don't have it because I really fixed it. And then it's going to be a work in progress. You'll come back to it and stuff. But just take the time to be honest with yourself. Don't, don't live a fantasy life and then... The only and then the only way you'll be successful is in your fantasy. But if you take the lumps like in the real world, then you become, then reality starts to happen and you become sex successful in reality. Yeah, to try and actually stand your ground. And you gonna suck at shit at first. Yeah, I suck at shit at first. <laughs> Everyone here sucks at shit at first. I mean, there might be some motherfuckers that are good in some areas, but they try other things, and they suck at that at first. Yeah. So you, you kind of have to be willing to suck. <laughs> Pause. <Yeah>. <laughs> in order to experience great, you have to go through suck. You just do. <laughs> the way you're using that word. You know? <laughs> no, but real shit, and it though, sucks. real shit. It really does when it sucks. You know what I'm saying? But when it feel, you have to feel that pain in order to grow, and your mind will be bigger, and you can get more brain. <laughs> no cap. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta stay ahead of it, cause it's just <laughs> I have to think. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Off top of the dome. <laughs> Yo. Tip of the iceberg. <laughs> As they say, the one who has the most knowledge probably has the biggest brain. It's gonna take a moment. <laughs> I didn't really say worry. <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna circle that shit around. <laughs> I saw it was going. I just rolled with it. I didn't plan that. <laughs> they say she better get on rolling. <laughs> I gotta tell that story to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you think athletes in change should be looked at as role models? Wait, one more time. Do you think athletes and entertainers should be looked at as role models? It depends. If that person's mindset is actually right. I mean, you can be that person, an entertainer, an athlete, but use your platform for terrible shit. Like, I, out of all the entertainers and stuff, I like Bruce Lee because the way that he pushed his message and the way that he pushed what he liked, what what he felt was right to people and and... You know what I'm saying? For life. I felt like that's a cool or or a good person to actually like look up to. But I mean he's still a person, so there's that. But most of the things he said were inspiring. <laughs> My bad. No, I fit table. But yeah, it depends. If they actually real right, if the person that you're looking for is actually saying something that correlates with your life and actually helps you move forth further, then yeah. But you just can't be looking up to anybody. That's just that. That's fair. I don't know. Because uh, Dre always brings up a good point. But I think I'm going to try to like try to avoid it. It's like, I, I want to... Because, you know what I'm saying? I want... You want to be able to look up to those people. Because... Look at the position they're at, and and look at the qualities they would have had to had to get had to have had to get there, and then you always think like, you know, maybe they're not. But then you see the fake side of it, where it's like if they're just putting up a front, and it's entertainment. <laughs> yeah. And then you you then you start to think. Can I say something? Uh huh. I don't mean to cut you, but like that's also like having faith faith in humans. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a human, and I feel like I feel like that there aren't a lot of people with like good intentions. But looking up for something like that, I want to have faith that I can actually find somebody that I could, you know what I'm saying, look up to. That I yeah. could believe that they would do great things, <laughs> even if they do make a mistake sometimes. Can't have faith in anything in the flesh. I'm going to have faith in myself. That's one of the things <laughs> about not doubting myself, right? Exactly. You, yeah. But anybody else, nah. Because everybody gonna have, everybody gonna mess up or they're gonna have a moment to reflect. But I'll put it you this way: everybody teaches you what to do and what not to do. However, looking at entertainers and athletes that are you know accomplishing and trying to say you know have an appearance, so this is what they do. It gets real dicey. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> I tried to wait on it. At the end of the day, you have people can either have their parents role models, athletes change moral models, or some random dude across the street that helps them get them on their way. But you have to think when it comes to athletes, entertainers, they're prompted to say and do certain things, even if they do or don't agree with it, because they're getting paid by mm-hmm. a sponsor. And if the money's right, it's always going to be there. And if that's and if they're ruled by the dollar, which most of them are, then even though some of them may have good things and good faith, they're going to do what they do to get that money. Mm-hmm. Maybe after their career is over, they may have a change of heart. But in the time being, they're going to do what they do to get this bread. I don't have an issue with that at all. But some people are going to be dishonest about what they're trying to promote or with a woke movement or whatnot, but they're in reality they're just doing it for the cash. 
<clears throat> that's where it gets weird and disingenuous. Like, oh, he really stands up for this, but that's not really what they are about. They're about getting this paper. And when something's about not getting this paper or messing up the paper or the bag, that goes away. <laughs> if it's profitable, it's going to be done. That's going to be a different look for the person or the entity that's going to be represented. And the more odds they got, the more money they get, the more sponsors want to call in, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So that's why it's just icy. From my point of view, to look at athletes and entertainers as role models because they're all getting paid by a corporate company who has their own agenda. <coughs> and that serves too. Our last little bit of topics. Business tip. It's I got never... a question. Go ahead. Who do you look up to? Has... Not not just who, but who or what do you look up to? Uh, yeah, who? Is... I ain't going to say myself, but of course I'm in there, but I don't really have a selective person I look up to. I just don't. At this point in my life, I don't. I have, I, I put it this I have aspirations and things that I want to do and achieve in my life. I would see that way. And I would say I have my faith in things for the most high. But besides that, mm-hmm. I ain't really, as far as a person, I don't really have a, oh, I look up to such and such. And, but I have things I would like to do and achieve. Like a successful business, that's one. I'm getting better at my crafts, plural. Obtain my own place of residence so I can really build and have my own point of view for the rest of my life. That's another one. And setting myself up so my future family will not have to worry about what I had to worry about growing up as a kid. Those are kind of my things that I set for that question. You got one? I'll go next if you want me to. You can go next. I look up. Like I said, Bruce Lee, but like my dudes, my dudes has tried her hardest for me, even though she has made mistakes in her life. She's been me and her, and she she's always tried to do better. Like I grew up watching her grow, watching her change the way she has been and things like that. I, I really, I like that a lot. But if it's something for real, it would have to be superheroes like Spider-Man, <laughs> something that's not real. You know what I'm saying? They always fail, but... He's never really tried to do anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And something like that is just like, yeah. Yeah. That's a unique um, perspective. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> PG-13? Uh, Paul George, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if, if I did have a role model, a specific role model, it wouldn't be a basket. I wouldn't say, like, excluding him forever, but I don't think it would be Paul George. Okay. <laughs> I like to see him play. He's a good basketball player, but... You know that's your name on my phone, right? Stop. I'm dead serious. That's hilarious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Basically, he says... I'm a bitch, right? No! <laughs> indirectly, yeah, because... No! <laughs> Basically, he said you can get, like, 30 or 40 if you have to. <laughs> But if you have a choice, you're not going to get 30 or 40. You have to be forced to get 40. That's yeah. Paul George. Everybody this, go through rough patches. Nah, just Paul point, George is that man. Right. Nah, I think he even in his rough patches, he was still a really good player. Yeah, he still is a good player, but he just has fragile, fragile in his mental. He's basically a, um, I call it a, he's basically a new ancient statue. Call him a new ancient statue. Yeah, he's a new ancient statue that is fragile, but he's proved his worth in the league and he knows, you know what he can do. But it's just when it's to the test of time, he's not going to last too long. I feel like he needs, I disagree. He needs so, a <laughs> like a Mellow, because Mellow was the same for a little bit, but he kind of. Mellow was a little bit of a wild card when it comes to. Like longevity, like if you, if he really should have. Melo can't guard a statue, cause he chooses to guard a statue. <laughs> but he also knows his limits and his. You know what I'm saying? Score, score, score. <laughs> yeah. Isolate, isolate the left, um, the short corner. Jab, shoot step. That <laughs> jab step, jab step, jump shot, bucket, break. 
Don't give a fuck. Yeah, he don't give a fuck if he miss. That's that's that I respect the the bravery he has and confidence he has in his not only jump shot. This is game in general. You don't see that. You don't you don't see that type of like mentality out of the new age of stars. What do you mean? You, uh, there's there's another wild card out there out there. Giannis Antetokounmpo, but you don't see the Mondo Shack right there. Huh? Mondo Shack. Modern day Shack, yeah. yes. But you don't see the the type of individual that says, I'm gonna lose and and be the the you know what I'm saying, and the leader or I'm gonna win and be the uh, a fucking champion, you know what I'm saying? Like with Paul George, Paul George, he's still going through his things, and everybody call him shit every day, every day. But he's still out there trying, <laughs> and I admire that for real, for real. And he's also getting paid a lot of money, so Even I mean, still. and when it comes down to it, they can say whatever he want, whatever they want. At the end of the day, he goes back to his house, and but <laughs> his, his beautiful mind, wife and Maybach. If, if his mind is that fragile as you said, then that shit would affect him, like how it was affecting Kanye and how it was affecting other people. But even still, he's still pressing through and trying to find a better thing for himself. On the court is very different than off the court. Because off the court, I, I've noticed in what we brought up last time, that you can learn about people from watching them on the court, yeah, but sometimes how people act on and off the court are two different people. Learning from what you said, because that is true, I forgot about that. Because some people off the court act totally different than they are on the court and especially when they play and it all depends on the magnitude of the game as well <laughs> it's not an NBA game they're getting 50 every time <laughs> but it's an NBA game against people that are as good and better than you with lights on with 40, 50 sometimes 70, 80,000 people depends on where they're playing at and those stadiums get real loud Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have cameras, televisions, commercials, reporters, fans that mm-hmm. act ignorant, pressure, aka niggas. Yeah. So, With all that shit day. that's going on, his injury and everything, he's still trying to bounce back. And the reason why he remains a player that he start for like eighty games is because, like. He's intelligent. Like, they're all... If you're on the top, at this level, you're winning. There's so many talented people there to where the only separator is how you break down the game. So, the way... He, he knows exactly what shots he wants to get and what where he's good at. And that's why he continues to do that. And he'll continue to stay in the league because he's he's being most the most efficient way of Paul George. <laughs> Okay, I give you that for sure. Yeah, for yourself, hundred percent of the time, you can't get mad when they beat themselves. <laughs> Just like when the fourth quarter, Westbrook might shoot a break on the Lakers this year. You cannot get mad if he does it. <laughs> That's just who he is. At the end of the day, I want to see how that's really gonna work. Them old ass niggas are gonna <laughs> fail. It's only two ways to go, up or down. LeBron ain't gonna be able to play with about, I say, 50 or 60 games this season because that nigga's old. And either Anthony Davis, that Mr. Glass ass nigga, is either going <laughs> to stay healthy for about 70% of the season or 50. I don't, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think that what they, I don't think what they're doing is gonna work. Let me finish. Melo is either gonna shoot <laughs> forty or thirty percent. Damn. All right, Westbrook is either going to be okay or terrible. I wonder who's gonna get the double double, <laughs> the triple double, or double double out of him and Rondo. Westbrook is gonna get it because he's gonna play more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rondo's gonna be the one in the fourth quarter, and him and Westbrook are possibly going to fight because Westbrook is not a good decision maker, and Rondo Down is stretch, an yeah. elite IQ basketball player. Yeah, don't yeah. let his contract fool you. He's no, I know about Rondo. Like I said, he's elite. 
Talk yeah. about the people who don't know. Rondo is elite. He has rings. <laughs> right. Ooh, my G. So. My man's got certification. And if Anthony Davis has not made a glass, they <laughs> might have a chance. Might. And Melo can shoot about at least 30, 40%, 35% from three. <clears throat> at least. You can live with it. You can live with it. If Melo don't hit you with like 15 jab steps and misses it, if he makes them, he'd be all right. Now, let's say in a different universe, Russell Russell gets traded for Damian Lillard in the middle of the season. Let's say that might happen. Hey, that's, a, that's a little bit of a different ball game. Exactly, because that's what they really wanted in the first place. But they ain't getting that settled for Russ. So, until we'll see when the season starts and ends. Because if they do get out the West, they're most likely going against Brooklyn. <laughs> they go against Brooklyn. They're going to get washed. <laughs> I might be wrong in that. I ain't going to say washed, but it'll be interesting. They're going to have to play smart. But they got to get out the West smart. first. And if the Clippers are going to be healthy and Kawhi comes back healthy, that's going to be a different West. Fuck. <laughs> it's going to be... I, I believe it'll be an entertaining team to watch, though. I'm one of, a lot of people going to be tuned in. Oh, you want to watch the old folks home on the basketball court? Nah, man. You're going to see Mello go for 40. <laughs> uh, 40 minus 30? You mean 10? Oh, we. And that his plus minus might not be good, but uh, he, does, he does put on the show. So you got three-point guards. You got Russ, you got LeBron, and you got Rondo. Bro. LeBron ain't a point guard, but he's going to be acting like he's a point guard. So, well, that's one of the conversation. But he got them three bringing the ball up the court. <clears throat> Westbrook really draw a lot of people, though, when you think about it. Yeah, he and also does a lot of turnovers, too, when he draws them. Bella on the <laughs> wing or something like that, if he stay on the wing. If he can pass the ball to him. You get them double, <laughs> triple-doubles, right? Yeah, but he for, he doesn't like those triple-doubles. He likes the ones, hey, Steve, now you're right behind me, bet. Amen. Mm. Steven Adams not doing a we'll windmill, but you know what I mean. We'll, uh, see. we'll see. He'll be dumping off to the Dwight this year, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Business tip. It's never the price. It's the client. You may have a price. You may have a client that comes towards you, asks for a service, and they may not want to pay it. If you got to lower the price, you got to lower the work. Let's say, hey, I want you to make this whole orchestra beat come together. And you say, I charge $1,000. They say, I can't afford it. Well, if you hire the orchestra, you get the location in the studio, charge you about five to 800 Then they might reconsider you paying $1,000. <laughs> they don't want to do all that. Supply and demand? Yeah. However, I appreciate everyone watching, listening, and hearing what we had to say on this episode. If you want to follow the page on Instagram, 212LLC's pod. Me, you want to follow me, Retro Dre, R E T R O D R I E. And we have our YouTube page officially up too, man. Two space one half LLC's podcast. It's our YouTube page. We're going up, blowing up, and doing all of that jazz. We got some cool content coming soon. Starts to show as well, and clips and other stuff in between. So, I appreciate all of you for watching us. And now, to the outros. And I'm Alfonso Holmes. Again, you can follow me on young underscore Pluto08 on Instagram. And, of course, I'll be on the podcast. My name Nas. Uh, you can follow me on anything. YouTube, I'm real ugly. Snap, kick, Instagram, I'm real ugly. Except for my phone number. If I could, I would, but it ain't because I can't. <laughs> Bars. And also, once again, appreciate Artist Mill International, a.k.a. AMI Studios, for housing the podcast. Man, we appreciate that. Without y'all, Facts. 
without this place. I have no idea where we would we be at on this <laughs> wonderful Sunday evening. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. So yeah, appreciate y'all and yeah, we are. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we got. Thank God, that was a second.